Welcome to the Beautiful Step Podcast, where we run, stomp, tiptoe, and tango into the confusing, but beautiful world of togetherness. We are your hosts, Chris and Charity. Now, let's go make our together even Even better. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning. You look wonderful. You too. We had some eggs and oatmeal and a little bit of bacon. I put the eggs on my oatmeal. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Well, I thought they were grits because we're in the South right now and dude, grits are game changer. White cheddar grits. Oh. Fire. So good. Yep. All right. So here's my thing today. I have my precious daughter. She is precious. Who is in Alaska and I'm 5,000 miles from her. 5,500. <laughs> 5,500, 807. Currently, not for long, but yeah, currently. But I left her a car because I'm a good dad. Yeah. And what happens with kids is they just end up with your cars and you're like, well, why am I buying a car? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> because I don't have one now. Because the car. Good night. <laughs> I know. Like, wait a minute. How many cars? Okay. Oh, way too that's many. That's part of parenting. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Anything I can do. But this is my truck. I love 1997, 1997 short bed, which I mean, you're just not finding single cab short bed truck, four wheel drive. And I, I love the little truck and I love the, the little fact, Chevy, a little Chevy. And my daughter loves it too. And she's so cute in it. Cause I mean, she's an Alaska girl. She's an Alaskan girl. It, yeah. yeah. So she's, she's, you know, they're two peas in a pod, mm-hmm. my truck. Among. So anyway, it's a 97. So it's falling apart. Right. Oh, and so, and I'm not time. there. So I have this place that I always take it like the a mechanic shop. Yeah. yeah mechanic shop that. You know, my daughter's not going to get underneath and put a starter in. Right. I mean, that would be badass if she could do that, but <laughs> she's not going to do that. Right. right. So anyway, especially in Alaska in the cold. So the other day, and this is where I'm going, is the other day I have it towed down to the shop. Again, I'm vulnerable here, right? I'm 5,000 miles away. I have it towed down to the shop and I talk to the guy and he's like, yep, just go ahead, have her towed in. We'll see when we can get to it or whatever. And that's kind of how it works at this place. I mean, there's some, I have some friends that work there and so I've been dealing with these guys for a long time. Anyway, so then that was Sunday night. We get it down there. And then on Wednesday, I call and I'm like, Hey, you know, what's happening with the 97 Chevy? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, when do you guys think you'll be able to, to get it done? You know, I'm out of state and my daughter, you know, she's getting rides from her grandma and friends and stuff to go to work. You know, she's working hard and doing her thing. So when do you think you'll get to, I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, we have a line of cars here we're trying to get to. And I'm like, okay, timeout. Like that was in no service industry in no industry anywhere. Is that ever going to work when it comes to dealing with customers. Am I right? Well, you mean because he was, he didn't say like, I think we'll be able to do it in the next day or something. He didn't offer any solutions. There was, was no bedside like, manner. They call it bedside manner where you're like, okay, you know, like a doctor sits on your bed and goes like, you're going to die. You know what I mean? Like he <laughs> never does that, you know? Yeah. And I was like, this just is, I've walked away from it or I, I, in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, am I crazy or is this guy starting to fight? You went to, you went to fight with it? Well, yeah, because I'm like, I don't think I'm crazy and I don't think I'm taking this personally. I think this guy, like, who does that? Who just goes, I don't know. I mean, I, dude, I took my truck down there to have you guys perform a service. And all you're saying is, I don't know. You can't give me a date. Like, and so I started to get into, I started to respond to that part of this conversation where I'm like, you know, so you don't know, like what, wait, you can't tell me when, you know, and and I'm in my mind, like, okay, so I'm almost 50 and I've done a lot of work on, I don't pop my top. You know what I mean? I don't go nuts, but there's a thing inside side of me that it gets pretty emotional. Yeah. I get pretty hot inside where I'm like, oh, and I don't know that that's abnormal, but 
for me, it's a thing. Well, you weren't, you didn't respond that way to him verbally. You were just really irritated. I mean, I think it would have helped you if you had said something like, yeah, we got this long way to cars and I'm not really sure. And we've been scheduled out for quite a while. Let me firm some stuff up and call you right back and tell you when I think we could get any Any, anything like that, anything like that. But he wasn't offering anything. He wasn't offering anything like that. And so I'm like at this point where I'm like, you know what? I'm convinced that he's trying to instigate something. Okay. You, yeah. You just can't, you, you think he's just being a jerk, right? He's just being a jerk. And it's like, he's not even trying. And in that, in that thing, I'm like, oh, this dude wants to fight me. <laughs> I don't understand the fight, the fight thing, but yeah. He, I get he's it. trying to fight me right now. And so in my mind and in my, like sort of my inner universe, I'm like, I kind of have to fight with this guy to get what I want. Which you didn't do, but you felt like- Of course that. not. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm yeah. not, what do they call it? Karen? And here's kind of the reason why I'm talking about this is because I I wish I was better at social media. I'm, I'm trying, I promise I'm trying mm-hmm. and I'm going to be better at it. But there's this thing where if I'm scrolling, you'll see these videos of like these middle-aged white women, probably overweight at like a convenience store, just going freaking berserk on the clerk. Like, not Uh getting what they want and they're going nuts. And sometimes it's not a middle-aged white woman. I mean, it's sort of this phenomenon of these people just losing it yeah. Right. When they're not getting what they want. Right. Yeah. And there's like the Karen version of this or whatever. I think. Or the Ken's or yeah. the Ken and all that kind of stuff. And so I think this is a thing that like, while not everyone is, you know, going to like let themselves get enraged and go crazy, they kind of want to. Really? I think there's this piece of people that are kind of like, yeah, I just want to go off right now because I am. This isn't this isn't right. Like this person has picked a fight with me. They're not serving me. I'm not getting what I want here. You know, what I mean, so there's that that whole piece of it. Yeah. I think it's interesting that what you're talking about is you had an emotional response to that guy's emotional response. Yeah. Once he brought that, like uh, once I was convinced he was bringing some emotion into it and like, he was like, he was going there. I was like, I lost track of why I even showed up. Yeah. That's a big deal. Right. So I think there's a couple of things that I would say about that because I'm in the service industry. So Customers come at me, you know, I'm an of insurance course. person. So people are always pissed off when they're calling or like maybe they've either been in an accident or whatever else. And so I think there's a couple of tactics I've learned about dealing with people and maybe. I guess. OK, time out. What I did walk away from is I was like it, it, it had been a while since I've been treated like that. And it kind of blindsided me a little bit. And I'm like, I would love to have more tools here. OK, yeah. So go ahead. So the first thing I would say is that his emotional state is just an indication of him feeling weak. The the fact that he was kind of not just like, man, I'm so sorry. And we're in this situation, whatever the, the reasons are and explaining that to you, him kind of having that hopeless emotional response of like, I don't know, man, and don't bother me about it. And well, it turns out my friends, a couple of my friends worked there and, and it turns out that the guy that was supposed to work on my truck didn't show up that morning. So, okay. So he was put in a weak position right? because here's this guy, probably his friend, you know, the other coworkers didn't show up and now he's the one that's got to answer the phone and listen to everybody call and be upset at all day. Yeah, if the mechanic doesn't show up, it doesn't affect the mechanic that didn't show up. It affects the guy that's on the phone who has to answer for that guy. Exactly. So he was put in a weak position or he was just, you know, maybe that wasn't his position but he could just be in a bad mood himself. And either way, his response is an emotional response, which says something about the position he's in. And anytime somebody is using emotion to divert you from the actual purpose of what you're there for, or use emotion to actually 
distract you from the real answer, which is like, I don't know. And I'm completely at a loss and I'm super pissed off right now. And like, I don't know what to tell you is like, well, I'm going to try to divert you with this emotion. And then so I don't really have to tell you the real reason. As soon as that happens, if you can just tell yourself, oh, they're having an emotional response because they feel lost right now to not be able to tell me the real answer. And so instead of me responding emotionally, I just need to recognize that and say like, okay, I just need to remind myself why I'm here. Okay. So this is okay. So this is really good because when someone, and I don't know if it's all guys could just be me, probably all guys, (laughs) when they feel like someone's picking a fight with them, their go-to is not going to be empathetic. It's going to be, oh, I'm going to match this or I'm going to overpower this, right? And so for me, I was like, I had that inner, I hate this word, but that inner trigger, like to be like, oh yeah, fight, it's on. I'm going to match emotion. I'm going to go and overpower and get the thing that I want. And that never works. No, you're just proving that you're weaker. Because rage is always a sign of powerless and weakness, right? It's right. always You're like, doing everything externally to try to control something internal. Yeah, and you can't like, you're just basically showing how, out of control, like you have no control over a situation, you're not getting what you want. And so you're frustrated. And so you just go, you pop your top ear and you're enraged, right? Right. And that is the, one of the highest forms of weakness is rage. And so for me to match that rage or be, you know, raging, you know, to fit of rage is just the admission of how weak I feel. Yes. I have no tools. I have no way to get what I want in this situation. So I think one of the biggest things as I was walking away from this situation, knowing like, man, I would love to be able to have a little more order when that kind of stuff happens. And what's weird is it happens, right? And you don't ever see it coming. Like, because the thing is, is I'm not going to do is I'm not going to just be like ready for a fight all the time. Like, I'm not going to walk around being like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? I know exactly how to deal with people. Like, That is not my universe. That's not the way I'm going to live. Can I just interject that that is actually the most self-centered thought process for one. Everyone's out to get me. So this is how I do things. I know, but that's so narcissistic because to actually think that anybody gives a shit about you or you're not impacting their day like you think that you are. Other things are impacting their day and you just happen to come into the chaos of it all. And so... And they're going to chew you up and spit you out kind of deal. Yeah. Well, it's just like nobody's thinking about you. Like that's not the... That's not what's happened. Okay. So that's a perfect... Like that's good disposition. I like that. But I think here's the thing is when I go and I'm just doing my thing and there's a rude person. One of the tools that I'm committing deeply right now, like just be like, this is something important for me is to go. The reason why I'm here is to get what I want. I know. Okay. But it's, I came to this mechanic thing to get something that I'm going to pay for and that I really want. I really want this. Like I really desire it. I want it and I'm going to leave with it. (laughs) Okay. So. And I'm not going to get it by getting all raged up. That even you saying, I'm not leaving till I get what I want. Has that this, sound bad? It, well, it does. It has this connotation that in order for me to get what I want, I'm going to need to take something from someone else. Okay. This is good. I like that. You're right. It does feel like... It feels like a top-down thing. Yeah, or just a, like a, even a parallel, like I'm going to leave with what I want. You have what I want, and so I'm going to take it from you. And it's that thing of like to get what I want. It's almost like if I take it from you, you lose it. And that's not what I want. No, what you really wanted in going into this scenario, 
and in most scenarios like this, is there was a goal you needed to accomplish. There was something you needed to get done. And both of us do. Like, I want something, you want something. Sure. I mean, it, as the mechanic, this, it, as the Yeah, I mean, he needed to sell something, get the, he yeah. wanted that truck out of the line, out this of the queue. This is good. I like what you're doing. Okay, so instead of, instead of like, I'm, I'm not leaving until I get what I want, if you can actually create an external entity. Okay, come on, let's get okay. philosophical. You said you love religion, you love philosophical ideas, let's go. What are you talking about? Well, I think this is, I don't even know if I would consider it a philosophy. I would just say like, if you can create that common goal or a common enemy, either one to focus the energy on instead of I'm taking something from you. This is so good. Then it's like, well, okay, I need, I need to get something done. And you actually need me to get something done here because that's your job. Like we both want to be done with this so that the goal is done. We were going to get something done. So how do I help you get something done and me get something done? Give me an example. So in that situation, I'd been like, man, this has got to be so lame to be answering these calls. So using empathy is a big deal. Like I can't. Yeah, but a guy's not going to do that. Uh, I don't know. Why. Okay. Keep I, going. I Go ahead. Yeah. 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 I've done, I guess I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I've done it. I've done it. It's compassion. It's just like, Hey, it's got to suck to be having people like me calling and you not being able to answer because you don't have control over the mechanics. Right. Like that's got to suck. I'm sorry you're having to deal with it. Look, we both need my car to get done so that I'm not calling you anymore. And so that you're not having to answer these kind of phone calls. What's our, what do you think we can do to get that done? Or how can you help resolve this? So it's not like I'm going to get what I want from you and you're not going to get anything in return. All of a sudden the goal and the mission becomes something that's duly owned. Yeah. Or you go, you also, if you're really strategic, create a common enemy at the same time. And so you say, I can't believe that this is so lame. I mean, this COVID stuff is just derailing any, but any, everything. So COVID becomes the third man, the straw man, the common enemy that we're all be like, we hate COVID. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. Well, no, but that, what it does is it all of a sudden makes us on the same team yeah. and COVID the enemy and the goal being a common goal. And so we've created this now separate entity that we're both working against in whatever And that is working against us. Like, hey, we're both up against this. Let's do this as a team. Come on. Yes. And we have a goal that we're working on. So I think that's really important. And if you can approach every conversation like that, where there's angst or there's a challenge or there's an obstacle and say, what common enemy can be created here? What thing do we have in common that we yeah. can be work against and also for? Don't you hate, I love that. Okay. So you're so good at that. I love it. This is so good. Don't you hate it when you walk away from those conversations and you're like, man, I should have said this. I should have said that. Oh, if I would have just said, you know what I mean? You're <laughs> yeah. like, ah! But one of the things I should have said to him, because he's an older guy, you can tell. I should have said something like this. Do you have a daughter? There's a third entity right there. Well, that- We're fathers, man. Mm-hmm, creating And the common enemy is this, you know- COVID's killing our kids, you know, or something, you know, whatever it might be. Or like, you know, these, these lazy mechanics, they don't know nothing about fatherhood. Like we're doing this, bro. Like we could have gone off. Like we could have been best friends. Oh, and what that will automatically do is now all of a sudden, instead of having somebody who's like, that guy's a jerk and I don't really want to put his car to the front of the queue. All of a sudden you have somebody who's like, that guy totally gets in. He was super rad. And I'm going to, I'm going to do this for my daughter. Yeah. Like I'm going to make sure that we both have a win by putting his car first. Oh, yeah. Or he hates COVID more than I do? Exactly. What? How is that possible? Totally. I need to outdo him. No, I, I love this. I love the common enemy idea. I love that third person idea. It's just... I Not think, just common enemy, but a common goal as well. Yes. I love common yeah. goal, common enemy. So for me, I think 
the tools that I'm like excited to try to put into play. Like mm-hmm. when, cause it happens enough where someone's like off or rude enough to where I'm like, okay, I could try this out. Like, and so, yeah. so for me, life hack, life hack, like, and instead of being like, okay, so one big one for me is to be able to go and go like, I know we've changed the language a little bit, but it's like, I'm going to leave here with what I want. And it's that you're right. That does seem a little bit of like, I'm taking something, you're mm-hmm. losing something. So I, I like to change that language to, I have something I really have to get done. And so do you. Just by changing the language and by realizing that emotion is going to derail that plan, you can get rid of emotion on your reaction. Right. Okay. So, okay. Right. Exactly. Probably the biggest thing that I can do knowing how I'm wired and a lot of people are wired the same way is to be able to say, okay, I'm being derailed from my goal. Like yes. that's a big deal. Okay. Okay. That's perfect. Like I can say, I can go, oh yeah. Okay. This is one of those traps. I'm trying to be trapped. I'm not going to be trapped. Like, oh my goodness. This is just going to derail me from my goal. Yes. I mean, their emotion is actually a subconscious derailment of the real answer. Right. And so like you good. were, like you were saying earlier, like to, to respond in like weakness or like confusion is just you being the weaker person but if you can actually well, well yeah to match that rage yeah absolutely. like i mean it's the same or not even match the rage but just match the like in like jerkiness if yeah. you will oh, like yeah. even if it's not rage that? it's just like wow okay so i'm gonna be that kinda... reminds me of those people who are like when when one person's going off right and then the other person is smiling <laughs> and they're going <laughs> off too it's like you're just doing the same thing i know just with a smile that, on that your face person... you asshole yeah <laughs> But actually, in those situations, if you think about somebody, you know, being a total jerk and the other person not responding like that, no one would look at the situation and be like, oh, the kind person who's firm knows what they need to get done, but isn't like matching the emotion, like isn't getting going down and matching the emotion. That person is the much stronger person is going to walk away with getting what they want. Absolutely. And that is a thing that in those. okay, so I hate that word triggering. But in those moments when there is that set off like that trigger thing, I am just I'm committing right now. That is a big deal for me is this isn't going to distract me from the goal. Yeah, I'm not going to let this person's confusion or their own inability to like handle this. And okay, and then the second part of that is like, if I'm in the weeds, try to find that third thing. Try to find that common goal, common enemy. Yeah. I know that if I would have had that tool in that moment, or at least in the forefront of my mind, I know I would have said, bro, do you have a daughter? And we would have been friends for life. We would have been camping right now. Okay, I think if you think of it like this, if you walk into this situation, yeah. this is the toolbox, okay? okay go, go. If you walk into this situation and the guy's a jerk, have the right sense of mind to be like, he's just, this is just a diversion tactic to get from the real thing. I'm not going to match emotion. I'm going to be kind, but firm and figure out a solution. Okay. That's, that's the perfect thing. If you can just handle it that quickly. Awesome. I love it. But if you can't, and if you're feeling the emotional thing, then what you need to do is figure out how to direct the emotion. If you can't turn off the emotion, direct the emotion and direct the emotion to the common enemy or the common goal. I like that. So if you're feeling like, let's get emotional about this but let's but get emotional about it together like not at each other but at this third thing yeah like Ooh. oh this is just you got to be so frustrated i'm so frustrated right now like ah the winter and like we should high five this is so good right so it. If you can't shut off the emotion, shut off the emotion. If you can't, then divert it to something else. If you can really get savvy. No, no one has this. No, no. Then use emotion, not just to do those things in common enemy, common goal, but to then evoke empathy on your side. So basically what you're saying is whip out a guitar and start singing. (laughs) That's a super sad song. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. Yeah. You don't love your daughter as much as mine. (laughs) 
Am I right? I totally. You could have hit a heart right there. <laughs> and everyone on the podcast would be crying right now. Oh, I know. Okay, now what are you talking about? No. Like, what do you know? What, the, I, well, I'm just saying, like, if you're really savvy at it and you want to actually know how to get what you want, you learn to actually use story and empathy to swing it completely your direction. That's really good. <laughs> okay, so I have this one other life hack. Okay. That is, I did, it's not me. It's not original to me. I thought it was, it's, it's language that I think is so helpful. Okay. Okay. And this is just for stuff where you, you actually are trying to get what you want. Uh-huh. Like it's like those, you know, let's just say you're at a line at a club and no one's getting in. Okay. And you want to get in. Where and are you, you going know, with this? And you know, you're not going to get in. Uh-huh. Like that happens to us all the time. We're always at these bougie clubs. <laughs> Standing outside. I've only (laughs) seen this in Hollywood movies. I've never actually experienced this in life. One day. Ever. One day. Well, let's just say it's... I don't know. I don't know that we're real clubbers. Okay, let's just say it's one of those things where you're at a fast food restaurant and you want an amalgamation of a certain type of sandwich. You want a burger with a chicken patty and a piece of tomato, whatever it is. Okay. Well, that doesn't work either because they're going to just do that for you. (laughs) Now it's like, you know what I mean? It's just so weird. But should they? I know. Pour a milkshake on it. (laughs) But what I'm saying is this. I think it's really important. Like if you're in a situation where you're just being told no, you can say, I love this language. And again, it's not mine, but I think it's really fun because you can say, have you ever made an exception in a situation like this. Oh. That's really good. Yes. Because the chances are that they have made an exception are probably 98%. You know they've made an exception. You're establishing, in the legal world, you're establishing precedent. Ooh. So you're saying... Hey, do you have a law degree? (laughs) Are you having a PhD in law? If you've made an exception about this, then you can't say that you won't make an exception about me. But I think what you're doing is you're playing into that third category I just brought up. I love it. Where it's like you use the emotion to actually invoke pity on your side and them to do something because you're like, okay, well... Clearly, you've budged on this before. You could budge on it again. Or maybe I have a sob story that doesn't really... All the normal rules don't apply right now. I love that. But here's the thing. is because you ask that question. Hey, have you ever made an exception in this situation? It doesn't matter whether they say yes or no. Because your next question is very simple. Would you be willing to make that exception now? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And that's... I mean, because they could say, yes, I have made the exception. And you say, would you be willing to make the exception now? And then they have to be a total jerk. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? To say... No. And it's this weird thing like no one Unless wants, they can't. No one wants to be hated. Unless you know they I mean? can't. Although, yeah, in this world right now, people are really kind of weird, but... Sometimes they can't make the exception. Like, And fair enough, you have to walk away going, you know what? I tried. I gave all my tools out there. We didn't get what we wanted. But hey, it's a 50-50. Oh, absolutely. And if they say no, right? Like, no, I've never made an exception in a situation like this. And you go, hey... <laughs> can I be I got, here first? Yeah, I got this thing. <laughs> like, we could do this together. A virgin exception time. maker? <laughs> You don't want to break the rules, do you? <laughs> Everybody wants. You know what I mean? Like you can totally do that. I'm that over can, the podcast. I've, deve- I've developed like this guy. I know. Guy. Yeah, it's like kind of the shysty guy. <laughs> it's a character. It's a voice. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, totally. But I'm just saying. I like your word tracks, though. <laughs> Have you ever made an exception? And then it's a Would word you track. be willing to make one now? I mean, no. This is an ideal word track if you're trying to get what you want. It's perfect. <laughs> and doesn't matter what they say, whether it's yes or no. Yeah. Unless they go no, and I ain't making it for you. Get out. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty clear. Sure. But if they say no, then just shot say, down. Yeah. Shot down. <laughs> All right. So to sum it up, go. If you get into a position where the person's just having a bad day or something else is going wrong, don't get trapped. And you're being told no. 
don't get trapped. When really you need to be being told yes because you're paying for a service or whatever else. Not You're entitled because, to it. Like you really are entitled. Not just it. because you're being a jerk and you're demanding things of people like the Karens of the world or whatever. <laughs> but you you don't let emotion derail the thing. You keep the goal being what do we need to get accomplished here? Do not get trapped. Why did I come here? What do I need you're to get too, Hey, listen, you're too strong to be getting trapped. You're too smart to be getting trapped. Right. You're too in control to be getting trapped. That's yeah. for children. Right. And the second thing is if you feel like emotion is a state you're going to have to use in this and you can't really get yourself out of it, then figure out how to divert your emotion to a common enemy or a common goal. You have the emotional intelligence to turn that page. Yes. Yes. You have it in you to do. And then thirdly, if you can really take it the next step further, you figure out how to actually create emotion for your cause. I love that. You just say like, okay, well, what's, what is it I need to get done? And should I be using this emotion to actually swing this the other direction? That's so good. You can think on your feet. You have it. And and not only that, but there is a story there. Absolutely. There's a reason. Everyone has a reason in a story and you just have to touch base with that. So those are the three ways, either abandon emotion, figure out how to channel it differently or use it to your advantage. I really like that charity. And then don't forget the word trap. If you're in those situations... (laughs) Are you willing to make an exception? No? Let me be your first. That's pretty good. I like to get what you want. It's shaping up to be a real nice Saturday. Wait, babe, babe, wait. How do we end this? By saying thank you. Okay. You guys are awesome. Thank you. There's nothing more encouraging than you hitting that like button and commenting. And don't forget to subscribe. And I know there's more. You have a list. Might as well go down the list. Right. Okay. Watch the video of this podcast on our Beautiful Step YouTube channel or on our website where you can actually download transcripts and show notes of the episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If today's episode made your together even better, tell someone. Okay. Now. Right now. Today. Okay. You can take one step. It's just one step toward the beautiful relationship you want in your life. You got this.